Beautiful. Welcome to the Pastor Matt Show. That was Psalms 104, sung in ancient Hebrew. It's a place where the ancient meets the modern. It's a place where uh, we have a variety of Christian perspectives on politics, news, media, music, theology, uh, craft beers. It's really going to be a variety show. And this morning I wanted to start with something simple. And I wanted to combine our daily studies that we've been working on and have a devotional in the book of Galatians. So if you would, get your hearts ready to listen to the word of Adonai, the ancient word for God. Who walketh upon the wings of wind. That's what the last thing they just sung was. What a beautiful, beautiful sound. Can't you just see Jesus at a wedding and he's maybe just chilling in the corner and someone comes up, hey, let's dance, Jesus. And that's what he hears singing in the background. Absolutely amazing for us to have the technology to listen to something so beautiful and something so ancient, all in such a easy click of the button. Uh, this morning we are studying the book of Galatians. We've been studying through the book of Galatians on our church website devotional uh, for the last three or four weeks. And we've really been focusing a lot on the legalism that's found in uh, Galatia at the time. Galatia was a church that was on the outskirts of uh, Asia Minor at the time. And it was a church who really and truly loved the Lord. But amongst that love, they also felt a call to legalism. There was a group of Christians, uh, probably former Jews, who were just unable to let go of the rituals and the legalism that was found so uh, steeply in the Jewish faith at the time. And so Paul writes this letter, and at the end of this letter, he says, Live by the Spirit, the Spirit of God. And I want to read that now. This is verses 13 through 26, Galatians chapter 5. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other. Watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. I want to stop here for a little bit. I think the first thing I notice in this passage is that he calls us brothers and sisters. We're meant to be together and free. Uh, so often in scripture you see the group of people limited to the male word for a plurality of men and that would include the women and the children or in many cases they wouldn't even count the women in the children but with jesus it's not you my brothers of israel it's you my brothers and sisters it's incredible to have christian uh familial closeness intimacy with someone of the same gender, but it's even more incredible 
when that intimacy is built with someone of the opposite gender. When I was in college, I was led by a very smart, very intelligent, very loving uh, pastor. Her name was Christy Klippel. Uh, she wouldn't call herself a pastor because she was technically on staff with InterVarsity, but she was a pastor through and through, and she played such an important role in my life, showing me that I'm not just a, someone she's teaching, I'm her brother. I'm her brother in Christ, and there was moments where she could have scolded me. I made so many mistakes in my college years, uh, mistakes that I look back on and cringe. I'm sure that you guys have similar mistakes like that, yet nonetheless, we're brothers and sisters, and we're called to be free. Wow, what a phrase today. We're called to be free. In Germany yesterday, there was anti-lockdown protests. Now, the world is obviously blowing up with COVID-19. And COVID-19 is a serious, serious thing for those who um, are higher risk, who might have a comorbidity, who are unsure of how healthy they are in general. And then of course, just for people who are aged. But COVID-19 for 20s and 30s is a relatively low death rate disease. And it's a disease that while we need to take responsibility and you know protect the uh, weaker citizens in our community, we also don't shouldn't have to shut down our businesses. And I think that's the real tough part that I'm seeing around the world right now is in Germany, they're having anti-lockdown and they're blasting them. They are blasting them with literal water cannons, literal anti-protest water cannons. And, and that's another irony of 2020. I feel like 2020 is just the year of irony. I mean, what's going on? It's like we're living in a world that's ran by clowns. There's a phrase that's used on the dark, uh, dark parts of the internet called clown world. And I look at this world and I'm saying, I just, I look at, I look at Donald Trump and I look at even the Pope recently. Um, I've looked at a lot of people and I'm like, what in the world is going on? What, what are you guys doing? Like this wasn't the world I was accustomed to my whole life and change comes. And I think today in the book of Galatians, Paul is reminding us that not only are we united in our Christian intimacy through Christ, but we're also called to be free. And the entire book of Galatians is this really this, this plea from Paul say, hey, do not fall into the trap of being slave to the law. Now, Jesus did not abolish the law. He didn't take the law away from us. Rather, Jesus fulfilled the law. Jesus was, in a sense, the fulfillment, the embodiment of the perfect law. He was a perfect person. And when he fulfilled that, the law became uh, the old covenant. And the new covenant through Christ was given to us. And this was a covenant of grace, not of law. And Paul saying, focus on your grace because you are free now. But do not use your in freedom to indulge in the flesh which is what 13 says. So you can't use this freedom to go out and have 50 beers, drive home drunk and, and kill yourself in a car accident. And that's not the freedom we're talking about. We're talking about the freedom to live in Germany, have COVID lockdowns, be shot with water cannons, and still wake up every single morning with joy. That's what I've been asking myself in 2020 is, 
how can I wake up with joy? Everything, all the news, all the information. Of course, all of our jobs have been made harder. I'm sure that there's some jobs that don't require as much people interaction that are easier, I guess, to um, transition to home. But for most of us, we need to be around people. We need to interact with our coworkers quickly and efficiently. And that's hard to do via Zoom all day or via AIM or whatever tools that are out there. Um, and in any case, in the middle of all of that, you can wake up with joy if you just remember that you are free. Do you believe in Jesus? The question that we ask every person before they're baptized, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that he was perfect and that he fulfilled the law and died for your sins and was resurrected so that you can live free? So that no matter how many water cannons hit you from the state, no matter how many restrictions come, you are free to live. Nothing can take that away from us. And in the book of First Peter, which was also written during this time period, we see the apostle Peter tell the church or the, the uh, exiles of First Peter saying, guys, whatever you're doing, whatever persecution you are going through, keep pushing forward. And Paul gives that same sentiment today, but he uses the analogy of freedom and slavery. Don't be a slave to the legalism in this world. And look at the at verse 15, if, if you have your Bibles with me. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Isn't that powerful? Oh my I feel like you could use that as a subtitle for 2020. 2020, if you bite and devour, you will be destroyed. That's just what it feels like. Everything's so uh, just crazy. It's a clown world, like I said earlier. But Paul here gives us this warning, and I didn't read the verse before. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping one command. Love your neighbor as your self. You might be worried about your work today. You might be worried about the health of your of your family member. You might be worried about not seeing your family members. Uh, my dad has yet to see Elizabeth while pregnant. That breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. Yet even still, throughout all of these trials, you're still free to love. That's a message I think that we all need. We all need to hear that your role in life, your purpose in life, is simply to love others. And the control that places in your hands is control enough to go out into the world and not be brought down by the negative things that happen. You see, you hold on to your freedom. Your freedom given to you through Christ to love is never being taken away from you. Christ is the ultimate bank, the ultimate seller that Satan cannot encroach upon. Christ is that safety for your freedom. No matter what the restrictions come, 
no matter how long church might close down, no matter any of the negative news that you hear, Christ is holding and protecting your freedom to love. Your freedom to love is never going anywhere. I'd imagine that if you lived in Germany right now and were getting shot with water cannons because you wanted your small business to be opened, I'd imagine it'd be very difficult to want to love. I'd imagine if you are a small business owner in Illinois or in New York City where Governor Andrew Cuomo yelled at a reporter yesterday for asking him serious questions about his school plans. If you live in these states that are locking down, if you live in these places that are, are literally taking away your literal freedom, you have nothing to worry about. Your physical freedom here is simply a reflection of legalism. Your freedom granted to you by the Constitution is nothing more than a reflection of legalism. The real freedom comes when we realize that no matter how many laws are placed on us, that we will always remain free. But we have to choose it. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. You have the choice. You can continue on today and maybe continue what you've been doing in weeks past. Maybe being concerned about all the rules and regulations. Being concerned about this political election. I didn't even get into the election. I can't even start talking about the election. I'm afraid my house is going to be burned down. I mean, who knows? But if you've been down lately, depressed, and that's most of us. At youth group yesterday, every single middle school kid walked in looking depressed. And do you blame them? I know I don't. This time hasn't been easy for anyone. Yet at the end of the day, there will be no greater name than Jesus Christ. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where your joy and freedom resides. Amen. We'll see you next week on the Pastor Matt Show.